Hello, I'm Tammy Shambade, and this is Ask Tammy Live, where we discuss the best ways to establish your business, protect your name, and keep your profits. Welcome back. We are continuing our conversation about names and choosing a business name. We started last week and we explored some of the mistakes Apple Corporation made when they started. And today we're going to continue that conversation. On Ask Tammy Live, we like to look at the stories of real business owners like you and I and see the different things that they did from a legal and business perspective and learn lessons from the good things they do and the mistakes that they make. So today's question that we want to address is can I name my business after myself? I think that this is a very common question. It's a very common practice. And I think that it's something that people should really consider. And so to better answer this question today, what we're going to do is take a peek into the story of Chanel versus Chanel. Now, many of you probably know one of the Chanel's in this story. One of the Chanel's, Gabrielle Chanel, she started her fashion um, empire back in 1910 in Paris. And today, Chanel is a luxury brand known for its impact in the beauty and fashion industry. Um, it's now located primarily in New York, and it's a corporation that most people um, most people connect Chanel with luxury and, and exclusivity, and it's obviously stood uh, the test of time. So um, welcome. We have someone watching from Pakistan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, but yeah, so when we talk about Chanel, we're talking about this luxury brand. Um, we're talking about a luxury brand. And that was started by Gabrielle Chanel. And she named the company after herself. She has also, the company has continued to name different products after her. So Coco Chanel is one of her nicknames. And so we have Gabrielle Chanel in one side. But in 2012, we have a new Chanel entered the arena. Her name is Chanel Jones. And Chanel Jones is... <laughs> Sorry, welcome to my local people who are joining. We have people from the U.S., from Houston. We have people from Pakistan. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad everyone is here. For those of you who will be listening to this later on the podcast, this is also a live Facebook broadcast. And so we have people who join in and out um, from different regions. And so you might hear me greet them. So welcome to everyone. Uh, but we're talking about Chanel versus Chanel. So we know the old Chanel, right, from 1910, luxury and fashion brand and um, icon. And then there's a newer Chanel. Her name is Chanel Jones. She lives in Indiana and decided, hey, I want to start a salon. She went to cosmetology school and said, you know what, I don't want to be too fancy. I'm going to name my salon Chanel Salon. And I'm going to also have another branch called Chanel's Cosmetology. And so Chanel Jones decides to proceed with her business. Chanel Incorporated in New York hears about Chanel Jones and Chanel Salon. And they think, hey, we're in beauty and fashion as well. We don't feel super comfortable with Miss Chanel Jones taking advantage of Chanel's long-standing reputation. So Chanel Incorporated decides to send Miss Chanel Jones a cease and desist letter in 2013. 
Well, Miss Chanel Jones is like, mm, you know what? I don't think that that applies to me. I'm using my name. So she chooses to ignore the cease and desist letter from Chanel Incorporated. She continues to do this until Chanel Incorporated feels as though they have no choice but to bring her into court. So from January 2013 up until August 2014, Chanel Jones had the opportunity to respond and perhaps enter into some type of negotiations with Chanel Incorporated. Unfortunately, that didn't happen and Miss Chanel Jones finds herself in the courtroom against the iconic brand of Chanel. So the big question is who wins? Both companies are named after someone, correct? So shouldn't Chanel Jones be able to use her own name in her business? I mean, is it her fault that somebody else has that name? When it's the name that her parents gave her, she's not even trying to be fancy, right? And so the question again is who wins? Well, most of you probably uh, guess right. I see one comment that says Nissan.com is another excellent example. Corporate bullying. I wouldn't quite call it corporate bullying, but the corporation does win. Chanel Incorporated wins their suit and they end up with a settlement. And basically Chanel Jones agrees not to use the name Chanel in her business pursuits. Now, the real question is why does Chanel win? Why does Chanel Incorporated win when they're both using names that are theirs, right? Both companies are dealing with names that were named after them. Why does Chanel Jones lose and um, Gabrielle Chanel win? The question goes back to use, fame, and notice. Oh, Nissan didn't win. Interesting. We're going to have to go and look at that case. So, but the question with regards to here is who wins with regards to use, fame, and notice. See, just like we're seeing through some of the comments that, that are being shared, and as we see through the story, there's not really a hard and fast line or rule about this. It's really about who uses the name and what that name is associated with. The reason why Miss Chanel Jones loses ultimately is because Chanel has built up brand equity over time, and everyone associates Chanel with beauty, and so the big question that the courts like to ask, is there a likelihood of confusion about the source? The fear was that if Miss Chanel Jones continued to use the name just Chanel Salon, because of how close Chanel Salon is to the beauty and fashion industry that Chanel is currently in, people were scared that they would start to relate Chanel Jones to the source of Chanel in New York, the famous iconic brand. Not only that, there's a concern with the dilution of a brand. So it's not just about whether people are going to mix them up. It's also about, will this other person's brand weaken the strength of my own brand? So the question for us as small business owners is how do we ensure that we protect ourselves as we build our businesses if we choose to use our names in our businesses? And that is a big if. There are lots of other considerations that we're not going to go into on today's broadcast, but you really want to sit down and decide, do I want to name this business after myself? This week, when I was preparing for this, out of the blue, I saw an email from a social influencer, and the highlights or the heading subject in their email was how they regret building their business under their name. And I continued to read the email and it, would, it had shed a lot of light. And it's a common battle and issue that people face with regards to whether they actually want to build a business around their name.
Um, if you are thinking about that, there are lots of factors that you want to consider, this being one of them. Is there another company or another brand that has built brand equity under my name? Another one is how common is my name? Will it be, um, it, will it be characterized as a generic name? So if you have a name like Sarah or John, chances are there's, you know, you're not going to have any exclusive rights to protect your brand. That's what Chanel Incorporated had. They had the protection and the strength of the brand that they built over time. And that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that your use, your fame, and the notice that you provide to the world gives you exclusive rights to use your name. If you have more questions about how to do that, you want to make sure you contact an attorney like myself who works in that area to help sure you do the proper research and think about all the different factors that lead to making this decision. If you want to meet with me, feel free to go to my website, www.toslegal.com, and schedule an appointment with me. You can do that on the contact tab. Um, but it's something that you really want to make sure you take the time to consider. All right? So again, we hear this, we've seen the story, and ultimately, Miss Chanel Jones lost against Miss Gabrielle Chanel because she didn't have the use, she didn't have the fame, and she didn't have the notice required to have exclusive rights to that name. Just because you were born with that name doesn't mean that you alone have the exclusive right to exploit that name in business. That's your major takeaway. So feel free to think about this a little more. Again, if you have more questions, reach out to me. There are also going to be a couple of videos available on my YouTube channel. Please feel free to go ahead and check that out. There's going to be content and information that isn't available on this, pro um, on this broadcast that's available there. Um, but ultimately, you get the most value for your specific situation by reaching out to me and scheduling a consultation. If you have any questions, feel free to leave them. If this was helpful, if this was in insightful, feel free to leave a comment. Go ahead and say, hey, let me know where you're watching. I'm grateful for everybody who came on. I know that these are short and sweet, but I really want to get to the point and help everyone kind of make quick decisions so that they can do what? Establish their businesses, protect their names, and keep their profits. All right? So I'm going to look really quickly at the chat, see if there are any questions that are popping up. And if there aren't any, we're going to end this broadcast today. All right? Cool. So scrolling through. All right, we have some people. Thank you. I see Mr. Ayotunde saying, great, you are back direct from Nigeria. Welcome. Thank you. And then um, Mr. Muiwa, he left us a comment about Nissan.com, another excellent example of this. I mean, there are so many examples of this happening. And I think a lot of people think it's never going to be me. Trust me. You never know what's going to happen down the line. And so you want to do things like one of the lessons that I personally took from this is being quick about it. So, you know, Luckily, Chanel at the beginning, I mean, they've had a lot of time. They've been at the forefront. So they were able to register trademarks. And at least I think they have registered trademarks with regards to Chanel in 10 or 11 different categories. My lesson or my takeaway from being you is as soon as you know this is what you want to use, go ahead and register that trademark. And even if you're not ready to launch that business, but you've done the search and you know that this is a name you want to secure, there are ways that you can secure a name before you actually use it in commerce. Talk to me and we can discuss that and bring up or create a strategy to help you protect that name. So those are some of our lessons. 
Again, I'm so glad we had someone calling in from Pakistan, had a whole bunch of people already check in, um, but it looks like we don't have any specific questions for today. So that is all I have for you. I hope you have an amazing day. Feel free to also follow me on social media at TOS Legal, so you can follow me on Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram. Again, you can check out the website. There's also the YouTube page. So there's all of these resources and all of this information but the best source is coming into my office and sitting down and having a conversation with me. So have an amazing day and we will talk soon. Bye.